You're listening to the Multiverse Fancast, proud member of the Misfit Faction Media Network. All right, then. On with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. Don't forget, if you guys are listening to us on the go, you can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you guys get your podcasts. You can also find more of our content on our website, themisfitfaction.com. There you find links to not only this show, but our other shows like Cinematic Adventures, which just celebrated its 100th episode, and Mm -hmm. MF Uncensored. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Paul. With me in the studio, interrupting me as usual while drinking his coffee, is Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I was doing good until you made fun of me. I didn't make fun of you. I pointed out two things that were actually happening. Okay, but I'm doing good, though. You can't do I had my coffee. Yeah, you, you had your what? Shut up. You had your coffee? <laughs> your coffee? I'm from New York, hey, with my coffee. So, we are excited to be here. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because we have a shorter topic today? Question mark? Exclamation point. I don't know. I ran it. I don't know what. Semicolon? Semicolon. I still don't know how to properly use a semicolon. I can't even say anything. When I write the descriptions for the episodes, because that's, you know, part of my responsibility somehow. It used to be you. You used to do like all the weird. (laughs) When we first started the show, we were just talking about Arrow and Flash for the most part. And Ronnie would take like the episode titles and kind of mash them together. Yeah. I remember that was our first time we got flagged. Yeah, because I think one of the one of the episodes said uh, "bitchin'." Yeah. So I think you put it in the title, and the episode got flagged <laughs> on Apple Podcasts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Yeah, the second time we got flagged was when we played uh, Agatha all along. Yeah, we got flagged on YouTube for that one because Disney and Marvel don't play around with stuff like that. Nope. So we are back, and today we're talking about the latest Marvel special, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So the episode just dropped this past Friday. It's Saturday for those of you guys keeping track of when we record. Because we don't. <laughs> we don't. It is Every day is a new adventure. I can't even describe it. But uh, So the episode did just come out. We are going to do a full spoiler review. We're going to talk about that for a little bit. And then the second half of the episode, we're going to dedicate to some more holiday-themed episodes yeah. or movies and TV shows. So this is your spoiler warning. We are not holding back. We are going to jump in on it. But uh, I didn't like your enthusiasm. And you kind of licked your lips while you were saying it. It's weird. Sorry, I was still thinking about Thanksgiving food. Oh, Thanksgiving food. I'm still full. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's a good thing we don't do video. No. (laughs) We look like crap all the time. Like you watch some like podcasts or YouTubers and they they look so professional. I'm like, sweatpants? Yeah, right? Sweatpants? No pants? No, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm wearing pants. Thank God we have a desk, Ron Burgundy. (laughs) Jeez. So again, spoiler alert. This is your full spoiler alert. We are going through Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, First initial thoughts, Ronnie. It was really, really good. It I'm doing it as if we're doing like non-spoilers, but it was really good. It was better than I thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. and it, it was a nice little theme. Like, yeah, there was a holiday theme, but it was all about making like Peter feel better, you yeah. know, because he's gone through so much with, you know, his dad, and then you know with Gamora. So it was like a let's try to cheer him up, and you got. A joke that has paid off, that finally got paid off. Yeah, finally. Long, long, <laughs> long payoff. Long Eight years payoff. or so? Yeah. Right? I mean, they first mentioned Kevin Bacon in the very first movie. Yeah. Where he's talking to Gamora about Footloose. Yep. So, does... Obviously, like, Peter Quill knows that he's an actor. Like, he knows that this isn't real. Like, yeah. It, it's hard to tell sometimes... Because in all honesty, like he does this, he was young when he got taken, like eight or nine, something, yeah, something, something like that. very young. But it's weird because, like... In this special, he's very like, you can't steal Kevin Bacon, the actor. 
Yeah. Why do they hate actors so much? Where did that come from? I don't, I don't know. I wonder if it was some sort of like spoof on all of them because mm-hmm. they're all, you know, obviously they're actors. So I wonder if it was some sort of, you know, like a spoof making fun of themselves or whatever about, you know, how people idolize characters. Right. But not the actors. So I wonder if it's something along those lines where they're trying to spoof it. I don't know. So there there are some weird things in this movie that yeah. or this special that I'm going to bring up on my end because I did really enjoy it. It was a good time. Producer Melanie was kind of apprehensive about watching it, and then she got into it just as much as I did. Yeah. And it's uh, it was fun. And yes. I, I want them to do more of these. You know, we had the Halloween special, which yes. was uh, Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Introduced new characters, new story, kind of stayed away from the, the general typing of yeah. the, the MCU. But then this is kind of in the MCU. Like, it is there. Like, it is yeah. an obvious MCU thing. And I think they benefit from the fact that they are aliens. It's, it's you know, it's a very it's a very old school, you know, Christmas time story where it's yeah. like, what is Christmas? Where are you, Christmas? And then we got a nice little musical number. Oh, yeah. There was a, there was a few good musical <laughs> well, numbers. Yeah. That's James Gunn. You know, the yeah. music's going to be good no matter what. So let's go through our characters really quick mm-hmm. and just kind of where they are because... This movie does have some ramifications on where the MCU, with the, especially with the Guardians, is going to be yeah. concerned. So we have Chris Pratt playing Peter Quill. Now, the story really focuses on Drax and Mantis, yes. which is fine with me because they are the they are the oh, most fun. Love them. I miss them. Like I remember they were really funny in Volume Two, 2. and then we didn't really get a chance to interact with yeah. them as much. But let's start with Peter Quill because he's obviously feeling a certain amount of depression. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for him. Like, yeah. So they took over nowhere. Like, they bought yeah. it. I don't know how they bought it. I don't know either. But they, they specifically say they bought it from the Collector, so that means he did survive. Yeah. Because the last time we saw the Collector, quote-unquote, was when Thanos was on uh, nowhere, nowhere after yep. he got the Reality Stone, and we don't know what happened to him. Yeah. So I would have liked that cameo. Yeah, that would have been cool. He's so much fun. Yeah. But what do you think about Star-Lord right now? You know, like I said before, he's going through like a rough time. You know, with you know, again, we had his dad, you know, ego, and then losing Gamora. So he's kind of like, you know, going through like that like grief type of stage and everything. Mm-hmm. Even though the, you know they just defeated Thanos and he got his crew back from Thor. No, <laughs> God, I still have not watched that movie since no. we saw it. I right? just the more I watch it, the more I think about it. I'm yeah. just like. Oh. I, I will say though, I kind of miss the goats. Stop! I hate. Where were the goats? Th- Thor has the goats. I thought they had. I thought Thor, no, Thor gifted took, them the goats. No, I don't think so. No, he they gifted them the goats, and then he took them. They were carrying uh, the. It's an actual Norse mythology. Yeah. The screaming goats. See, I, I, th- I thought at the end of Love and Thunder, he gave them the goats. No, I don't think no, so. No, we'll have to check. Yeah. Anyway, that's something that we could Google right now. No, no we're not <laughs> googling. We're not googling Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, but, you know, t- towards the end, you get a happy Star-Lord. Yeah. Because you know, he wasn't really, he wasn't Star-Lord in this. He, you know, Star-Lord's a little goofy and everything. This, he played. A little bit more serious. More serious than he usually does. I think it worked for the most oh, part. Oh, well, yeah. Like, he had comedic moments. Like, you know, when they're playing the opening song in the beginning. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's not what I said. Like, yeah. that. that's very funny. And obviously his reaction to the whole Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. But I actually really enjoyed seeing him, like, when they put up all the lights and everything and they do all this nice stuff for him and he just kind of lights up too. It was, yeah. it was a nice tender moment, which we don't usually get from the MCU, but mm-hmm. I'm taking it, you know, mayor of nowhere, I guess. Yeah, right. We have Dave Batista as Drax. Now, 
so I get Drax and Mantis not understanding anything about Christmas, but yeah. Nebula was on Earth for five years. Yeah. Yeah, like, or not totally the whole five years, but she, she knows Earth's customs at this point, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it has to do with her being part, like, machine, and maybe that messes worth, you know. And just may, not caring. Maybe her memories got messed up when Thanos had her. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? But yeah, it's weird that she didn't know anything, but... But again, her, she, and Star-Lord, and even Groot and Rocket are barely in this. They're in the beginning and at the end. Yeah. This is a Drax and Mantis story, which I'm fine with. Was it me, or did Drax look weird? Puffy? Yeah. A little puffy. Like, like, even fatter, in a way. Yeah, even Melanie said it, and like, you know, she's a huge Dave Batista fan, like, she loves wrestling. But yeah, he he got bulky for the role. I don't know if it's, like, he's got huge arms, but I don't know if it's more... I know he's pushing really hard to get cast in Gears of War. He's like uh, okay. really trying to get cast in Gears of War as Marcus. Yeah. So I don't know. I know that they they filmed this during filming for Guardians 3, which yeah. makes sense because imagine telling, you know, Karen Gillan, hey, we need you for four minutes of footage. You got to do 18 hours yeah, right? of makeup for it, though. <laughs> oh, my God. I would have I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah. You know, say what you will, but like they do a great job with all this the makeup and practical yeah. effects. It always feels very, very real. But yeah. Drax is is still Drax. He's yep. he's doofy. He's he's just I don't his know little guy. It's weird because like his little guy, <laughs> Drax is so different than he was in the comics. Yeah. Like in the comics, Drax was like a human that got turned into the Destroyer to mm-hmm. kill Thanos. Like that was his his one mission in life. Yeah, but so very different in the comics. But for for Drax, it makes sense that he's gotten more doofy. Yeah. Like he's just it's just his personality. It's a more natural evolution. I hated how they did it with Thor though, and that's a big complaint. Like even Chris Hemsworth, you know, talking about coming back for for Thor, he's like, I want a different tone because yeah. I think they all realize that Thor's not stupid. No, but they've made him stupid. Yeah, like you watch Thor in the first like in the first Thor, he's just impetuous. Like he's just very like yeah. pig headed, but he's still not dumb. Mm-hmm. Like he was about to beat the ice yeah. giants, and you know, like he. It's silly because – and then in Thor, the Dark World, he's very, like, smart. Yeah. I think one of his best lines is, I'd rather be a good man than a, ge- a great king. And I was yeah. like, that's an awesome line. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. So it's weird. But, like, Drax, it makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it's fun. Is it weird seeing them on Earth interacting with totally normal people? I think it was, yeah, a, it was a little it, jarring for me at first. It, it was. Yeah. I'll admit, when they first get into, you know, like, L.A. or whatever and – they're walking through, and he's, he sees the Transformer. <laughs> he's like, robot, you destroyed my family. There was a GoBot. Like, he, I think yeah. Mantis even says GoBots killed his family. I was like, what? Yeah. what? That's a deep cut. Yeah. That, the GoBots are real? Yeah, right? That was funny. But then, like, it was great to see them taking pictures, and at first they're like, huh? And then all of a sudden you just see, like, the actual pictures, and they're, like, throwing up the peace sign and, like, making Mantis faces. making it rain. Yeah. So let's talk about Mantis. So we get... This is really – like as much as it's a Drax story too, this is a Mantis story, which is interesting because like she she fell into the background hard yeah. after the second movie. Like you forget that she's even there half the yep. time. One of my favorite things is in the, in the final battle of Endgame, you know the scene where Thor and Cap switch the weapons and he yes. goes, you get the little one? In the background, you see Mantis on like one of those giant aliens, put it to sleep and then kick it while it's asleep yeah. and run away. <laughs> I was like, that's so Mantis. but. Yep. So let's start off with the big revelation. She is Peter Quill's half sister. Yes. Thoughts? You, you know, it's weird. I wonder if that's going to have any implications going forward. Mm-hmm. But 
it's one of uh, we'll see how it goes uh, you know does it do anything to the story or is it just going to be a, like a little one-liner and that's it and that will determine how i feel about it but right now i'm indifferent you know it it, it makes sense and you know because when we meet her she's just you know with you know on ego with him just those two you know and, and we never find out how or why she's there yeah. So, yeah. well, they do. They just mentioned that she's there because she makes him sleep. Yeah. So I can imagine. Like, I, it, it's a natural idea. Like, I, I have no problem with it because, like, ego was looking for all of his kids, and you know, every, yeah. every species he mated with probably took different times to produce yeah. a child. I wouldn't be surprised if he found Mantis when she was young and realized her abilities. Mm-hmm. She, because he killed all of his other kids. Yeah. But you know, because she's able to help him sleep. Like, and that was important to him, I yeah. guess. They make a point. But I like how, you know, I didn't tell him because, you know, his dad. And, yeah. you know, they don't have the best relationship <laughs> and all yeah. that. So it made sense. There was some weird snarling that she kept doing. Like yeah. She, like, even, like, we watched the captions on because we're over the age of 30. And you would constantly see in the captions, Mantis snarling. I was like, I don't remember her really, like. Yeah. I, I don't, to be honest with you, I can't even tell you, like, any time she snarled other than when she took the shot. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. But then it didn't happen again. But yeah, right. anyway, like, there were a couple times where she's just like hissing at people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Is she more powerful now? I don't know. So this is one thing I'm confused about with her. Yeah. So when they get to Earth, when they get to Kevin Bacon's house, she's like, hey, throw me over. <laughs> that was actually really funny. <laughs> it was hilarious. I don't have a problem with that. But I do in a way. But then when they're chasing Kevin Bacon through the neighborhood, she's able to jump. She's able to jump just as high as Drax over all yeah. the stuff and everything. And I'm like, but why did he have to throw you over if you could have jumped over yourself just well, for the comedic effect? Yeah. It reminds me of the scene from The Muppets when they throw Walter and it's an electric fence. Yes. But the it has because it has the best follow-up where he's like, throw me again. What? You, you didn't throw me high enough. You threw me, <laughs> throw me. It was, yeah. It still makes me laugh. But yeah, it, but then she's able to do these abilities. Like it used to be just so that she could affect feelings, which was cool enough. Like I think it was a useful power, but not only is she able to fight off all those cops, like physically, she's able to mind control people then. Yeah. Like she's way more powerful yep. than, than we thought she was, which That's... is cool. It also shows how powerful Thanos was. Cause he was like, no, yeah, no, cut it out. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see or understand how she got these other powers. Yeah, you know, because you see her too in the house, like climbing up walls and you know and everything like that. It was just... like a mantis. Yeah, right. But it's funny because I remember in Guardians two, she does it to Gamora, where like she like Gamora like grabs her and yeah. she makes her feel like fear. Yeah, and it lasts for a little while. Like Gamora backs off and she's like, "Oh my god, what did you do to me? Why am I like?" Yeah, and she's like freaking out. So, but the fact that they like she basically mind controls Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Like, maybe because he's human. Yeah, may- maybe maybe it's just he's human, so it's easier to control. Mm-hmm. And if you have aliens or whatever, it might maybe it's a little bit more difficult. I guess I don't uh-huh. know. So rounding out our very small cameos, <laughs> Vin Diesel reprises his role as Groot. He made more money probably for this entire thing than we ever will. Yep. Oh, I hate it. He had six lines. And I will say Groot was diesel. I know. He was huge. Like, no no pun intended like, with he's, Vin he's Diesel. Like huge. But like, he, he looks like Vin Diesel. So they established early on, like, when people were like, oh, so Groot's immortal. They're like, no, this is a brand new Groot. This yeah. is like, it's not the same Groot as we got in the first movie. And you can tell he's 
like the body type is totally different. Yeah. It's a little jarring to have like baby Groot's face though. Yeah. On top of giant Groot's yep. body. We're, we're used to like seeing twigs and he's, like I said, he looks like Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like even original Groot was very tall and lean. Yeah. He wasn't like wide. Yeah. But this thing's like jacked, like yeah. yoked, man. <laughs> And a teenager, too. They established that he yep. is a teenager still. But it's interesting. I guess that's probably the look they're going to go with in yeah. the in Volume 3. But we don't know because we haven't seen anything nah. for it yet. But he's there. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I do like the line, I'm Groot. What do you mean? You wheeled him out. Yeah, right. You wheeled <laughs> Kevin Bacon out just now. <laughs> oh, now you think it's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I, do, I like how they can under, they understand can, him now. Yeah. Because that was a thing I... If you watch the first Guardians when they're all arrested and they're going through with them all, ex- yeah. you know, all the exposition with style, yeah. you see underneath Peter Quill's abilities or like he has a, a translator chip. Yeah. So in the comics he did too and he just needed to be around people more often. Yeah. And also everybody speaks English. Weird. Yeah. Huh. But anyway, we have, let's see, Bradley Cooper's Rocket again. He's there. He's there. Yeah. He's just helping. Him yep. and Cosmo have their moments, which is funny. I liked Cosmo the Space Dog. Yes. We we saw him first in the very first movie. Yeah. And then we kind of hadn't seen him since. Yeah. It was funny because I was watching, obviously, the special, and I'm going, we saw him before, didn't we? Yep. And I'm trying to figure out when. So I had to Google it, and I was like, it was that long ago that we saw him? Yeah. We haven't seen him since. I was and, like, we, we had and, cre- and credits of, yeah. of Volume 1. But uh, I was hoping for a Howard the Duck cameo. Yeah, yeah, that would be kind of cool, just to have nice. him like walking in the background or something like that in nowhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you go duck, you know, you're out of <laughs> luck, or, or whatever he says. But because he did fight in the Avengers in yeah. the Endgame battle, which is even crazier. <laughs> what if he died? What if? Oh, man. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Sean Gunn rep- reprises his role as Kraglin. Yep. I always liked Kraglin. Yeah. And I always enjoyed, you know, Sean Gunn brings a certain amount to him. The, the, the Mohawk thing looks very painful. Like, yeah. it's like embedded into his brain yep. like wild it didn't look like that for yondu no yondu's it looked like it just sat on top of his head this looks like he, it goes it was, in. it's an actual implant yeah. so interesting but i i like how he's i guess he's a member of the guardians now like him and cosmo yeah. are now honorary members or something along something, those lines yeah so it, it makes you wonder what they're going to be up to in yeah. volume three but, you know, he's there. He kind of starts the story off with that little animated section. And I'm glad they brought Michael Rooker back to, yeah. to voice Yondu because at this point you can't have anybody else. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. Let's see. And then obviously Kevin Bacon as a fictionalized yeah. version of himself. <laughs> this is where shows and movies get weird, though, mm-hmm. when they introduce like actual actors and actresses because yeah. they don't mention Disney. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, they mentioned Kevin Bacon and he was in these movies and yeah. like. They mentioned Batman and Bruce Wayne. Yep, which is wild. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, not the first time that they've they've crossed nope. the lines, but it's usually Marvel referencing DC, yeah. which is funny. Like you know, Deadpool did it. Yep, uh, Spider Man did it years ago with Shazam. Yeah, but it's it's interesting, and I, I thought it was very funny. But yeah. what do you think about Kevin fictionalized Kevin? I, I liked it just for the payoff of you know from eight years ago. The only thing I was confused about with him and everyone else is. No one knows about the Guardians. We don't know. We honestly don't know. You like, know that, that's the vibe I got was no one knows anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy on Earth. So the only the only Guardians that had ever really been present on Earth were Nebula and Rocket, and that was after the blip. So, yeah. Yeah, we don't know. Okay. 
it's it's interesting. Again, they haven't done anything about during that five years. Like they they have not established anything. Like apparently the original script for Wakanda Forever was supposed to be T'Challa dealing with what happened during that five years he was gone. Yeah. Which I I still think would be an interesting story. Yeah. Like I want to know what happens. You know, how did these other characters react? Yeah. You know, we see where they are after five years, but we yeah. don't see what happens. So yeah, I don't know if people know about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Just because, again, everyone's reaction, like, who are, again, it was Drax and Mantis. Yeah. You know, but, so. I did, like, the spaceship thing. Yeah. <laughs> you put on the cloaking device. Yes. Yeah. Slowly turns it on. I watched you do it right in front of me. <laughs> but, again, that, see, that was an appropriate reaction. All the people freaking out. Yeah. Because usually spaceships nowadays mean bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was the other thing, too. I'm like, you guys have never seen a spaceship before? You. Did you, did you not watch like the movies or the news? I know, right? <laughs> but anytime spaceships land, it's usually yeah. bad. So it it is a good question about what do people of Earth know about the Guardians of the Galaxy? Because yeah. I want to see them on Earth more. Like yep. they made it seem like it was so impossible to go back to Earth. Yeah, but it, like fourteen minute drive. And that thing I want to know is: is it just Mantis's rule to not kill, or is it the Guardians? Because when Drax, oh, Drax flips, has killed a lot of people, but you know what I mean. Like when Drax flips the car, she goes, "Remember, we're not supposed to kill." Yeah, I wonder if that was like a rule for that mission, or maybe just unquote, or be, maybe just on Earth, or on yeah, because yeah, the Guardians have killed. Like, oh well, yeah. yeah, several times. Let's Steve Rogers was shooting people. Yeah, all right. Let's let's well, take it I, down. Not. I did like the whole Steve, yeah. and she like jumps on him, <laughs> which is weird considering they barely interacted. Also, as yeah. far as we know, yeah. I so mean, funny. They they interacted in Endgame, and yeah. that's and they left before it, right? Steve went back in time. Yeah. So we also don't know at the end of Endgame how much time took place from the yeah. uh, the final battle yeah. to Tony Stark's funeral. Yeah. So which actually I guess that would make sense that she thought that was Steve because she didn't know he went back in time. Yeah. And so she thought it was Steve and died of old age. Yeah. Yep. Even though they have the ability to revert time through people, as they did, yeah, you know, to Ant Man, but it's okay, whatever, We're, whatever, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, and that's pretty much the whole cast. You know, obviously, Kira Sedgwick has a voiceover cameo, but that's pretty much it. Now, do you want to do a Star City rating before we move on? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. I'm gonna give it a four. It is a solid. It was a solid way to spend a Friday evening. It's very short though. It's it's an it's a TV episode. Yeah, forty two minutes. Yeah, which. Perfect. Yeah. Like, as much as we love some of the Disney Plus shows, this was just the perfect amount of, of fun and something yeah. different. And that's what – it feels like Marvel's starting to experiment with other things now, which is great. Mm-hmm. However, it isn't always a home run. Yeah. Like, Thor Love and Thunder was not a home run. Doctor Strange was good. Yeah. But not a home run. Wakanda Forever was very good. Yeah. I would I would say it's the closest – they're they're probably their best movie of the year. Yeah. It's still not the best superhero movie of the year. I'll say it. It was, nope. you know, that was the Batman. Yeah, in all honesty, thousand percent. And that's not me being a DC fan. But this, as far as like Disney Plus, like this is right up there with Werewolf by Night. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Werewolf by Night. So I, I hope they keep doing these. These are yeah. fun. And also, and not to not to cross too far into you know PC territory. We don't get a whole lot of holiday specials, especially one very specific. Like yeah. this is our Christmas, Christmas. special. I thought that was interesting, and I yeah. thought that was a, a nice, you know, it's it's nice to get holiday specials and Christmas specials. Yeah. I would be okay if they wanted to do other things, like if they actually do Easter, yeah. if they want to do Hanukkah. Like, they can have some fun with this, yeah. and I think the Guardians were the best choice yeah. to introduce an Earth custom. Yeah. So, yeah, four out of five. I'll agree. I'll give it a four as well. It, 
you know, you brought up the TV shows with Disney Plus and everything. You know, I think this was good because they're already established characters that we don't need a TV show about them. Mm-hmm. But the TV shows that we had have, other than Hawkeye, you you were trying to establish a character for your next phases. You know, in the MCU and everything. So, but it, very good. Again, I want to see another one. We have Kevin Bacon saying, see you at Easter. So who knows? Maybe we'll get an Easter one with him. Maybe they'll go to Earth and celebrate Easter at Earth with Kevin Bacon and his family. Who knows? In a very nice house. (laughs) He did. Yeah, right? But yeah, this was solid. You know, like you said, it's very good. Werewolf by Night was kind of, I think, gives the green light for everything else moving forward because that was just phenomenal as well. Mm -hmm. So four out of five for me. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the holiday season in superhero movies. But first, a quick break. Hey guys, it's Paul, and the Misfit Faction is looking for your help. We are trying to grow not only our network, but also grow our brands, and the best way to do that is if you guys are looking to start your very own podcast. Maybe you guys have been listening to us for a while. Maybe it's something you guys have always wanted to do, but you're not sure how to get started. If you go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction, you guys will get a month of free podcasting on set as a gift from us. So make sure if you guys are looking to start your own show, you reach out to us and go to podbean.com slash misfitfaction. Also, maybe you guys have your own online business or service that you're always looking to grow and advertising is a very big part of that if you guys go to sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction you guys can get a hundred dollars worth of free advertising again as a thank you from us to you guys that's sponsorship.podbean.com slash misfit faction all right we are back and we thought we thought we'd finish up the show with something a little bit different something a little bit fun and that is looking at some of the only (laughs) the few and far between holiday themed type things or things that so basically one of the oldest holiday movie questions is is die hard a christmas movie yes are you saying yes like acknowledging the question or saying yes it is both okay all right just keeping track of your multi yes (laughs) so there are two types of holiday type movies and one is where Christmas or something along those lines or whatever holiday is pushing the movie along, yeah. right? And then there's movies that just happen to take place during Christmas. Yeah. I argue that Die Hard's a Christmas movie because he's there because of Christmas. Yes. He is there for a Christmas party. He is there, and that is the only reason he's there. If that yep. Christmas party wasn't happening, he wouldn't be there. Oh, my God, I digress. So anyway, <laughs> so we took a look at some of the uh, the more prominent, because there are, there are holiday episodes like throughout every show, yeah. like Batman did it, Spider-Man did it, like all these shows have them, but we thought we'd take a look at four and just kind of give our thoughts about the holiday-ness of them. Yeah. So I think we'll start off with Hawkeye, because it's the most recent. Yeah. Now we, I think, I can know I can speak for myself, really enjoyed Hawkeye? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure. It's been I got so, you. It's been so long. It has been. What like, was that? About a year ago, it, was, it came out. Yeah. yeah, and we loved Hawkeye. Like it was, it was a good time. And Christmas was the driving point. It was yeah. I need to be home for Christmas. That was an like a Christmas. That was almost like a Christmas special in a way, because it from start to finish, it was. I'm doing this, but I got to get home for Christmas. I'm doing this, but I got to get home for Christmas. Like you said, and just. That that was the driving force behind everything that took place, essentially. Right. Still, the worst not payoff ever is having the final battle happening on Rockefeller Center where the ice rink is. Yeah. And having the end of Spider-Man No Way Home, he swings over yeah. that during Christmas time. 
or at least during the winter. Yeah. Still, like, that could have been a huge payoff because they came oh, yeah. out around the same time. That, that would have been cool to see because that happened, Hawkeye happened before. Yeah, Spider-Man. Hawkeye started in uh, like November, right? And yeah, I think, I think it ended. The last episode was around the uh, the release date of December for Spider-Man. Because that would have been cool to not have it in Hawkeye, but to have it in Spider-Man. So you didn't give that away. So the issue that they have is obviously for for cartoon, Marvel has full full reign. Like yeah. if they're going to do an an animated Spider-Man show, they could do as many as they want, however they want, and that's why he was in What If. Yeah. As far as live action performances go, it has to be in accordance with Sony's yeah. the one who's in charge of that. So I get it. Maybe they just had a logistical issue, but still, yeah. worse payoff or not payoff. Yeah. Sony doesn't want money. Sony doesn't get money. Like, we yeah. remember the, the whole Marvel versus Sony thing, and everybody turned on Sony, like, you're ruining Spider Man. Yeah. And they're like, they want to take 95% of our profits. Yeah. Like, we'll get, we'll lose money making yep. a Spider Man movie. And that was a perfect example of Disney greed. Yep. But Hawkeye was fun because, yeah, it, Christmas is what's causing the movie. Yeah. Like, he's he's in New York for Christmas, and then these things happen. Yep. And obviously, we got introduced to to uh, Kate Bishop, who yep. we enjoyed, and uh, her and Yelena. Oh, uh, yeah. That was great. I hope they do something with Kate Bishop. Like, we haven't heard anything. No. They've been introducing all these, quote-unquote, young Avengers, and we still have not gotten anything. We pro- I feel like we might not get anything until, like, the... M- towards the end of this phase which sucks because like th- these actors have other careers yeah. like and plus i have a crush on Haley steinfeld i'll be honest <laughs> like i want to see more of her yeah and we we also love talking because like he was hurt in that whole movie like yeah. he's like covered in bruises and like yep cut up and all that stuff i've been playing the uh, avengers video game and hawkeye's actually my favorite character to play as oh yeah yeah even more than captain america huh yeah yeah we're telling go ahead tell. who are you gonna <laughs> tell Captain America? Oh, Steve! <laughs> Ironically enough, I do play as Captain America in the U.S. agent outfit. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> just to annoy people because, you know, not everybody liked John Walker. All right, so going down, we have Iron Man 3. Now, again, another movie that takes place during, during. Christmas. But, but that's also because Shane Black, the director, is a huge Christmas time movie yeah. fan. So thoughts on Iron Man 3? Because I don't know. If, did we ever talk about Iron Man 3? I don't think so. I don't think we did. I don't think so either. I mean, Iron Man 3, as far as like Christmas goes, yeah, no. I mean, it, to me, that I wouldn't say that's a Christmas movie. It's an okay movie. Yeah. Well, it's there. It does its job. I still like his, it. I like his suit the best in that movie. The the more golds than yeah. red. Yeah. Really. Yep. The <laughs> one that keeps falling apart. Yeah. But that was... It's funny because Iron Man... When you look at the Iron Man franchise, quote unquote, like you have Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. I always say it for me in terms of watching... One, three, two. Yeah. And I actually, I'm one of the few that enjoy two. I, I think it's got its great moments. You know, yeah. the suit up scene is, is great in the on the racetrack. Yeah. Uh, you know, War Machine looks great. So it sucks because Iron Man's another franchise that just just died. died. Yeah. Died. Yeah. But then he redeemed himself yep. at the end. Well, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with Ironheart. Who knows? Well, still, you know, that that was, one, I think one of my few gripes about Wakanda Forever, and I don't even know if I mentioned in the episode, was in the first Iron Man movie, you could tell that that was him in a suit. Like, he's physically yeah. wearing this gigantic, uncomfortable suit. 
you don't see like it that is pure cgi oh yeah at no point can i imagine no practical yeah like an actual person yeah going down now this one's fun because batman returns 1992 yeah nothing says superhero christmas movie like danny devito coming out of the water with blood gushing out of his mouth and then dying painfully yeah merry christmas kids it's funny because i remember watching that scene not when it came out because i was only three but (laughs) later on in life and you knew it was blood but i was five (laughs) like you knew it was blood but at the same time was it blood it was like black it is horrific yeah to me i I think that's probably one of the most underappreciated move batman movies I was a fan. I am a fan of Batman Returns, though. But yeah, I I, I liked Batman Returns. I didn't like it as a kid. It scared the crap oh, out of yeah. me. Oh my god, it was terrifying. He bites a guy's yeah. nose off. <laughs> like he is so scary. Like, yeah. I, unfortunately, Batman Returns. Like now, as an adult, we're like, yeah, we oh, like yeah. this. Danny DeVito, he was great. Yep. Unfortunately, it also led to the severe PGing of yeah. the Batman franchise. You know, the, yep. Batman Forever came out, and I love Batman Forever. And then obviously Batman. Classic. Shut up. Oh, come on. You You have to admit Batman and Robin is a classic. It is not. I will not admit that. Not in a good not in a good way. Then 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 it's not a classic. A classic means something good. No. Yes. Classic just means something old and timeless. Timeless means good. No. And you can't say old and timeless. They they cancel each other out. Do they though? Yes. Do they? Yes. I don't know. You (laughs) I hate you so much. And then the last one we're gonna mention is Shazam. So we actually, ironically enough, Shazam was on when Ronnie got here to record. Yeah. And I was watching it because I, I do thoroughly enjoy that movie. Yep. And that's another one where very much like the Guardian special, it is very like self-aware and stuff like that. But again, it's a movie that takes place during Christmas time. Yeah. It is not a Christmas movie per se, but it's it's weird. It's almost like I think sometimes I like – so I, I'm, a, I'm a mixed bag with this. Like I like when superhero properties – have like take me out of reality and they put me in this world. That's why Supergirl lost me when it got yeah. too woke. Woke. Yeah. Uh, or too culturally irrelevant. Right. Yeah. I want to see punch in the face. Yep. Zap zap. Laser beams. Pow. Pow zap wow. <laughs> and unfortunately sometimes shows and movies they start to reflect too much into yeah. and like I'm watching TV to escape. Yeah, because I mean if you read well now nowadays if you read comics, those two have gotten more you know, woke or whatever. But I mean, like you read these comics that all these things are based off of or that they take material from and it, it has nothing to do with the culture right. of, of that society that's going on in that day. It's got to go with the culture, you know, on their planet or, you know, what, whatever it may be. So, you know, it, there, there's a thing where you got to keep true to your source material sometimes most time you know most of the ways and everything but i don't like when things get too woke like you said yeah they've done you know santa claus is an actual character in the comics like in both marvel and dc's like santa claus exists and he's like an actual well he exists in real life yeah yeah. right 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 right. but uh, so like they've done like episode i think they did an episode of the flash where like he like runs around for santa like i think it was in justice league mm-hmm. not the the live action show yeah and then it turns out santa's real at the end i like stuff like that yeah. like you know oh santa's not real and then at the end it's like oh my god and i like how they address in the opening song like how some guy travels in less than 14 yeah. hours to every <laughs> yep but again like i wanted peter quill to be like you know magic is real right like yeah, magic right? exists 
Have you heard of Doctor Strange? I know, right? He's got or a third, Wanda. He's got a third eye now. Yeah. Weird. But, yeah, I think that's pretty much going to wrap us up. Any any other thoughts on the holidays and superhero movies? No. Just, again, I, I would like to see more specials. Yeah, you I'm know, all about it. Like we said, it, it, holiday special, what, whatever, any holiday, you name it, I don't care, as long as it's got something to do. Where it's still, like, ties in, in a way, with what's going on in the MCU, you know, that that's something that I would look forward to. Yeah, I, I would love to see some more of the specials. I hope they announce things. And I look forward to what they might be able to do. Again, 42 minutes, perfect. Yes. Established characters, non-established characters. Like, I think Moon Knight would have been better as a special. A hundred percent. Hawkeye worked as a, sh- as a, a show. Yeah. WandaVision worked as a show. Loki did too. But as much as I did enjoy Moon Knight, I was in the minority with that, I think. Yeah. I would have been okay if they'd done a special too. Yeah. But we would love to hear your thoughts, so make sure you guys reach out to us. You can find us on Facebook. You can type in the Multiverse Fancast or the Misfit Faction. Either way, you'll definitely find some of our stuff. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, any social media. Just make sure you guys uh, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that jazz. We're also on YouTube. These episodes come out on YouTube every week. So uh, make sure you guys subscribe, even if you don't watch the videos, because you're listening here. We still appreciate it. We still love you guys very much. And uh, that's going to wrap us up. We're hoping everybody had a great holiday Thanksgiving weekend, week. I don't even know anymore. (laughs) And we will see you guys next time. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. See ya.